<laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Welcome to the Get Offset Podcast. My name is Andrew. And my name is Emily. <laughs> Happy almost Christmas. Happy almost Christmas. I have a new mug. Look at it. Look at it. We are happy to serve you. This is the what the old, this is what the looking. old, yeah, it is very Greek looking. This is what the mugs used to look like when, when I lived in New York in 2009. This is what the, the mugs look like when you would get coffee from a street vendor. Um. But they don't serve these anymore. This is a ceramic mug. Nice. Emily, Hop- Emily Hopkins knows all about these, and so does Ian from Collector Emitter. And this is, this is a shirt from Ian. Well, I bought it. I shouldn't act like. They went for a great cause. They're not for sale anymore. But it says, born to ambient, pedals is a fuck. Lift your skinny fist, Collector Emitter. Hands in the air. <laughs> Strong, strong start. Uh, so Here's if you're listening, if you're just listening, I'm wearing a shirt that has is it like an eyeball, an eyeball with a, a big muff. It's like a, it's like a, a, a person whose head is an eyeball with their arms wrapped around a person whose head is a big muff. And they're lifting, one of them's lifting a skinny fist. Very skinny fists. <laughs> yes. Sibilance. 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 Yes. Yep. How you doing? I'm doing all right. I'm trying to take a little bit more self-care. To I'm trying to do like more of absolutely everything this month. And in order for me to do more of the other things, I have to do more of the self-care things. Yeah. So I've actually gone out like twice this week. You've gone out like for fun? Yeah. Whoa, look at you. I know. Cheers. Cheers to going out for fun. Cheers to going out for fun. Raising my coffee cup. You raising your um, caffeinated protein protein shake. Yeah. Yeah. Is there caffeine in that? Yep. It's a ton of cold brew. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's probably 16 ounces of cold brew, give or take. Two scoops of protein, six scoops of dietary fiber to counteract what the protein would otherwise do to me. Uh, And then a little bit of unsweetened almond milk on top. Yes. I have cold brew in the refrigerator as well. It is um, Copper Cow's churro flavor. Oh. Yes, because sometimes the churro flavor doesn't um, – it's like a pour – it's like little individual pour-over bags mm-hmm. that you put over your coffee mug and you pour the hot water over it. Obviously, that's how pour-over works. Everyone's like, Emily, we're not stupid. Um, sometimes the spices in the churro make it slower, so I just usually make cold brew with those mm-hmm. instead of gambling with my time. Right. Let me tell you, it tastes real good as cold brew. To the I'll point where it. I'm just like, yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Put a little bit of milk in there. Woo. Whole milk. There you go. Yes. No, I went to a hockey game. At Did you go last night? Not last night, no. No, I went I almost went last night. night. I almost went last night to see the Blue Jackets. Yeah. Uh, I got to see the Seattle Kraken get absolutely crushed by the Winnipeg Jets. <laughs> <laughs> Them Canadians don't fuck around with hockey. No. They, it, even during power plays, it looked like there was – it was like, I'm like, wait, it's a power play? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, then why are the, the Jets play? shooting on our net? 
<laughs> That's embarrassing. Shorthanded goals and stuff. Yeah. They're just running circles. They're four guys on the ice against our five guys on the Ooh. ice. And they're just running circles. Yeah. Taking pot I, think, shots. I know a lot of Seattleites were hoping for like a, a, a Vegas night yep. kind of situation, but, yep. uh, no, not going to happen. But it was yeah. a fun night out. It was at the, uh, that brand new climate pledge arena, which is the most god awful named. Um, no, it's not. It's not the worst. Cause I can tell you what the worst uh, venue, one of the worst venue names is. It's not crypto arena either or crypto field or whatever. It's guaranteed rate field. That's where the White Sox play. Guaranteed no, I, rate. That, that sounds normal. No, it doesn't. No, it does not. Guaranteed rate. Yeah. Guaranteed. Oh, come on. That's so stupid. I would take that over Climate Pledge Arena any day. No. At least the Climate Pledge stands for something. A guaranteed rate? A guaranteed rate? A car? Oh, it's, a, it's a loan. It's a loan. Come on. But let's stand be honest, Stand for though. something or fall for anything. <laughs> yes, because rate. Amazon's really standing for their pledge to the climate. Dude, the, I'm uh, Always mad at Amazon. I'm always mad at Amazon. The company. I ordered that, some you know, COVID rapid tests from them, and the guy literally just put them in my lavender bushes and walked away. And someone walked away with them, and I said, "Can you overnight me some new rapid tests?" And they said, "No, well, we can refund you." And I was like, "I just want my COVID rapid tests." Yep. Can you just? Which are hard to come by these days. Yeah, they're like, well, no. I'm like, well, why can't you just send me? You're the biggest company in the world. Why can't you do this? And they're like, oh. <laughs> I was like, screw you guys. I'll go to Walgreens to get a free rapid test, you lug nuts. Yep. Yeah. I was, no, nice I was walking into the arena looking around like there, the the layers of irony here. Are, yeah. Um, but whatever. It was a good night out. I, uh, yeah. I did refuse to, to drink there. Um, yeah, it sounds expensive. $15 for a can <laughs> of craft. It was $12 for a can of Rainier. Rainier beer should be three fucking dollars. Yep. Yeah. I, uh, I'm a terrible transplant because I, I can't get my head around Rainier. That's but. Okay. Nobody cares. It's fine. It's like, it's, but it's like, it's just like Yingling or PBR or. But I like um, PBR. There's something about Rainier that just doesn't sit right with me. Ah, okay. Okay. I don't, I don't Um, drink it either. I don't drink beer. I drink beer. I still drink beer. Um, It's like that Tom T. Hall song. I like beer. It makes me a jolly good fellow. I like beer. I was just calling back to how awful Brett Cop. Brett Kavanaugh is, but moving on. Mm. So I didn't drink there, but then we didn't, ha- we didn't have to like bring him into this, dude. I went out <laughs> to the Queen and Beer Hall after. Oh, I love that place. Oh, we're talking. There's so much Seattle talk. People are like, Argh, I know it's, it's fine. I, I like Seattle. I so like we Seattle. walked over there after and um, also didn't drink there. It's one of those like I got there. I'm like, I'm just dehydrated. Can I have a water? <laughs> I'm like, I'm looking at their tap menu. I'm like, I, I would love like half of these right now, but I just need water. Um, but got to meet up with some old friends and it was a good time. Some old friends, a couple of like mutual friends were like, you know, people you're like one person removed from, but you've heard about from like three different people. You ever? I'm sorry. I just completely like my brain went somewhere else. What did you say? 
So I went out to the the beer hall after. Yeah. Got some water. I was thinking about the I beer hall. Went to go meet up with some some friends, but also in that group was a like friend of a friend. But one of, one of those, like, I, one person removed from a couple of these guys, but I've heard yeah. about those couple of guys from, like, eight mm-hmm. different people yeah. in my circles. And, like, in okay. different circles, in good, too. In good ways or bad yeah. ways? Good ways. In good ways. Good ways. Cool, cool, cool. So, good to meet them. Like, oh, let's take a selfie. I'm like, all right, now i got to send it to three different people saying, oh, I finally met Yvonne. Like, <laughs> <laughs> nice. I love that. So, it was a good time. Did um, you eat at the beer hall? Because uh, the food no. was good last time I was there. No, I, I, yeah. It's cash. Is it because last time I was there it was also cash only, which is, I, I can't imagine it still cards. is. Yeah. No, I think they were taking cards. Seattle basically stopped taking cash in during COVID. <laughs> yep. Yeah. No, no I, the, uh, Rick, the Rick is surprised that I still like, I'm like, uh, yesterday I was getting a consultation for LASIK and I was like, oh, I need to find my sunglasses because they're going to dilate my eyes. And he's like, Oh, here I found your sunglasses. I'm like, oh, is is there actually sunglasses in that case, or is it just like my spare eyeglasses? And he looks and he's like, oh, I found sunglasses and also like a bunch of cash. I'm like, yeah, I just keep cash in places. Yep. He's like, that's weird. I'm like, no, it's not. It's not that weird. No, I, it's uh... not. It's not weird for if somebody like steals my wallet, then I still have cash somewhere. Right. I keep it no, right. I, I don't stash cash anywhere else because. Um, like I don't carry a purse, but I'll, like it's not abnormal for me to just have little, like twenty bucks in my wallet just in case. I have like an emergency twenty in like my gig bag. Yep, it's good to have. Yeah, it's it's. I think it's important to have like the emergency twenty in a couple places. No, I remember I think- once. I remember once I was like um going through some things, and I don't. I for the life of me, I. To this day, I don't remember why I did this or doing this. And I like, I wonder if like I was going to do it, try to do like a good random deed or something. Mm-hmm. I had a bunch of like letter envelopes and I was like, what were these for? And I was like about to throw them away. I'm like, I should make sure they're actually empty. $20 bill in each of them. Oh, wow. I was like, uh-huh. I was like 20 years old. I was like, oh, magic, magic. <laughs> I'm rich. <laughs> yep. Like I'm going to the record store. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to buy so much Prince. I'm records. rich for the next 15 minutes until I spend it all. Yeah, I definitely went to Grimey's and was like, I'm going to buy the randomest shit. I'm going to buy a television record. I'm going to buy a Josh Ritter record. I'm going to well, buy some Sharon. That's significantly Jones. cooler than the time in college where I was like, oh, like it's starting to get cold enough for me to start wearing pants. I went to go pull pants out of the back of my drawer and found like a 20 in them. I'm like, that's a good feeling oh. too. See, I just found did... guitar picks. <laughs> uh, I think I just spent it on food because I had already emptied out my debit account and it was like three days of payday. Yo. I had that almost every paycheck in college. That's the oh thing. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then it's it was really seven, awkward. That's 725 an hour. I made 10 in college. And it's because I got one of the good jobs on campus. Yeah. Oh, I just, I was a circulation librarian. So I had an easy job and I could do homework. But uh, yeah, seven twenty-five an hour. Admin assistant for the speech and debate team. That sounds easy also. It wasn't too bad. It also yeah. just kind of ended up being personal assistant to the director of the speech and debate team. Oh, slash would... communications adjunct professor. Ugh. 
gross personal assistance. So uh, what's new with you, dude? You got any new stuff or are you not buying yourself any new things this close to the I try not to buy myself new things this close to Christmas. The buying that buying the base amp was already pushing it for me. Oh look, you have a base amp. Andrew's new base amp, everybody. Ta-da. Ta-da. My my coil cable. Have you been playing it? What are your thoughts? Because Rick's been playing his and I think it sounds really nice. I've been playing it um I've played three or four times now, plugged in and give it a rip. It's the I Rumble one it's the Rumble one hundred for people who are curious. I haven't turned it up super loud, which I kind of want to do, and I might get around to today. Um, Nice. We'll see. Uh, The one thing I've noticed is the the one complaint, and it's hardly a complaint because I can just dial it out. It just because it responds differently than other amps that I've played through before is the the bass response on it. On so it's like bass, low, mid, high, mid, and. Mm -hmm. Um, and high the base the base knob yeah. on it really responsive and it gets very boomy very quickly. Yeah, I'm sure. And so I've been actually keeping that closer, like nine o'clock, which I'm used to. Like kind of, I like scooping, but I mean, it's <laughs> awful bass player. It just sounds really satisfying, but you know, it'd be awful in the mix. And yeah, so I think I, I think that's one of the the reasons you would probably do a di in pretty much any live situation with it. Right. Yeah. But and a no, reason no, I, I personally really... would would use IEMs. I, I never want to play another bass gig without IEMs. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Yeah, I've I've never played a gig as a bassist where I could actually hear the notes I was playing instead of just kind of feeling it. <laughs> yep. Oh, it felt so good. I think I'm gonna have to get. I've got my bass rig sitting over there, but it's not all cabled up. Um, and I'm thinking. Mm. I'm thinking, honestly, board. I'm just going to get like a stack of EBS flats because they're so cheap. It won't be pretty, yeah. but it'll be good enough. Because the other thing that I noticed, mm-hmm. and I also need to get myself some round wounds for my base. Because uh, I'm discovering I hate flat wounds. I just, I can't jive with it. Sure. Everyone's different. Um, it, it does it does not tickle my pickle. Dude, and... why would you say that? That's gross. <laughs> Man, that's nasty. You nasty. We'll call it even on the cherry comment, but ah, uh, see, you know, I didn't mean it that way though. And then, and then you reacted, <laughs> and I just made it worse. I didn't react. I just like was stunned. That's like an anti-reaction. So, that was still that's still reaction. <laughs> deer in headlights. I had a thought there. Uh, no, so I need round wounds to put on my base. So I need to do that. And then the other thing that I was realizing is forgot after not having a bass amp for forever, how important it is to have a compressor at the front. If I'm ever going to slap. Yeah. Cause I, I got to soften that attack a little bit. A lot. Exactly. I yeah. like slapping the bass every once in a while. It's kind of fun. And so I was like breaking in the new amp. I wanted to slap it. I heard the yeah. speaker pop a little bit like, Oh God, no, did I just, did I do it? And I, I didn't, but I was and I play with a pick. So I need to do the same. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I've got my Earthquaker devices working on my baseboard. Just makes for a phenomenal uh, base comp, in my humble opinion. It's got that. I I've use got... the uh, the ground control serpents on my baseboard. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, you went out. Of, you went out of focus when you took that drink. So I've got that on the board. I've got uh, Dod Meatbox. I still have your Dod Phaser. <laughs> yeah, I know. I gave it to okay. you. I thought you. Okay. Well, thank you. You're welcome. 
Merry Christmas. Well, there we go. Uh, I've got the FX65 for Chorus, and then I've got the Alpha Omega from Dark Glass. And for whatever reason, I've got an ABY switch on there right now, but I'm, I think that's just because there was an empty slot and I needed to store something somewhere. But what I'd you like to you make... Didn't, you didn't want to do, like, a, just a dry signal? No. I'm pretty sure really? I just stuck it there while I was moving things around. But the other thing that I've got sitting next to the board, which I want to incorporate and I want to plug in with the base, is the, the Foxy Tone Box. That nice. The, the Fuzzy base, yeah. Sounds great in guitar, but I, I, I want to flip it around and use it on bass and see how that sounds. Because I have a sneaky yeah. suspicion that's going to sound so satisfyingly good. Yeah. Now that I have a – there's an amp I can play live with the bass shows, um, I might want to try and experiment with – because I have always had the overdrive on my bass mm-hmm. board, the Mizette lower drive. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I experiment with uh, putting a fuzz pedal on there. Fuzz, especially if you can do a wet dry, um, for bass, I think is phenomenal. Yeah, I can do a wet dry. And um, I've got. I would probably do the tiny fuzz, the the mass effects tiny fuzz, because it has such a good lower, mm-hmm. um, low uh, low response. Um, you don't lose anything. It's, it sounds really good on bass. What I'm trying to say. For sure, for sure. I've got a blender unit over here, um, that I picked up from this one's mine. Uh, Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The old Blood Noise Endeavors uh, signal blender. Split meld, I mean. uh, Split meld. The signal blender is a different pedal of theirs. I can't. I've got got this guy. So it's stereo in, stereo out. Full loop. But I can't just use his mono. It's very tall. So the only downside. Um, Yeah, I got this for super cheap off of an old friend. Um, like six months ago and I haven't used it for anything, but the intent was to use it for base at some point in time. Nice. But I'm just reevaluating my whole base board. So I don't know if I need the alpha Omega if, if I'm just playing through an amp at home. Yeah. I'd use that if I was playing out. So I could probably get the blender on there and I could probably get the Foxy Tone box and I could probably get the data corruptor on there. Ooh. Lots of sounds. Oh yeah, because that's also my other favorite bass pedal. Yeah. Or bass. Yeah, I'll figure it out. You sure? I'm gonna have to have some fun with that, but I think I'm gonna have to order in some flats, the EBS flats, and some round mounts. That reminds me. Um. Yeah, I actually got my um, Premier Guitar Mystery Box. (laughs) I kind of sliced it open, but didn't really look in it. Do you want me to unbox it here on the podcast? Yes, I just assumed you'd already unboxed it. No. So, watch Emily got one of the good boxes and it's just been sitting there for a week. No, I don't think. Just from shaking it, I don't think it's anything good. So I ripped my um, address off of it. Let's see. It seems to be trash. So I start Trash. with. All right. Is that the Gibson this is Beanie? G Beanie three radar knit Beanie Black Gibson. Yay! Did you see? Did you watch my TikTok reaction video this week, reacting to controversial TikTok opinions? 
No. Did you see that it existed? Yes. I well, a lot of the so-called well. controversial opinions was that Gibson sucks. I'm like, okay, with enough. Oh my god, this is the stupidest beanie. That it's, it's got the little mini brim. It's got the mini brim. Oh. oh I remember my when I thought that was god. cool. Yeah, what in 2005? Yeah. Okay. I've got some 41 stuck in my head just looking at it. Oh my god. Are you just going to be another casualty of society? I'm wearing this for the rest of the episode as punishment. <laughs> no, oh, don't do well, it. I didn't get I didn't get the weird African weave strap. I got um This is actually beautiful. No, look at that. Is that purple? Yeah, it's like a little peacock. It's a yeah. uh, I would call that navy. Let's see if it has a name on it. No, there's no tag on this. An EMG strap. Is there a tag mm. on the box? Oh, Steve, Steve Rao got the uh, an EMG strap as well. Nice. What was the, the brand for the other strap was different then? Planet Waves. Oh, okay. This is really nice. The, Planet Waves had it was, they were giving out the African weave strap, which looked like a intentionally tribal pattern. Yeah. And not, not the uh, best look. There's there's layers to how that name could be very problematic. Square oh plugs. God. Square plug. Oh, that does remind me. Where did I put it? Nice. Square plugs. I want to use um, that. Hand soldered in Tinley Park, Illinois. So, I don't know if you remember this, that, but when I was doing my IKEA board build, I never forget I was, anything. I like it. Oh, where did? And then I got an acorn amplifier sticker. They do acorn the fuck they, they do the fuck face pedal, which is a pedal I very badly want. Acorn amplifiers, if you're watching, send me the fuck they face. They're very active fuzz. on social media. I want the fuck face fuzz because I like baseball cards. I got, I got a rock. This is this. I actually had a friend in college who would always wear a, a beanie with a brim. I can't pull this off. Does anybody want this hat? Uh, I will pass personally. <sighs> All right. So I, I have a very brief story. I'm listening. I wasn't making that face at you. I was making that face at that hat. I am a hot guy. Remember when I started working on my IKEA pedal board build? The, uh, yes. the IKEA. And I was like, oh, yeah, I've got some extra square plugs that, that are going to be helpful for getting this project going. Like a week later, like I can't find them anywhere. And I know I bought a whole bunch like the year before off of like a really good sale. Um, mm-hmm. It was like an under, it's like $2 a plug ridiculous sale from Covenant Cables before they sold the Sinusoid. Yeah, I remember that. Could not find them yeah. anywhere. I found them. Oh, did you the find them with, my, OC, my, with while, my OC5? Uh, no, the OC5 sitting on my nightstand underneath the Star Wars um, lamp. I found them in my toolbox while I was looking for oh. heart, uh, some screws 
and bolts for a day bed that we've had in our garage for years. We're like, we're never going to build this and put it in this house. So, we're just, so I gave it to a friend who was moving and didn't have furniture. You have it, but let me find the screws first. Finally found the <laughs> screws. The process of looking for it, I was like, what is this? Why are they in a medicine bottle, Andrew? <laughs> Listeners, Andrew put this shit in a med- in a pill bottle. He put these square plugs in a pill bottle, y'all. What is <laughs> on with this? Like, what? Andrew! So, it's actually... How many times have you looked at that and been like, this is not what I'm looking for? Several. But, like, oh. for instance, like, I, I, I've got a whole, like, a whole, like, a couple handfuls of pill bottles I use for... Because it's just really great organization for if I've got, like screws for a specific project or like a specific piece of furniture or something like that. Um, I really mean, great. if you remember that you put them in a pill bottle. Well, I usually have them, I have a label ripped off completely clear so I can see what's inside. So this is an example from something else. But that one um, was taped up with like, um, instead of ripping the label to take off all my personal information, I just put duct tape over it. Oh and now God. I can't like see the, inside like unless the, I look like at the it from the silver, bottom. Like the, the, the silver stuff. Yep. Like, yeah. Oh my gosh, um, dude. That's that's really funny. Good job. <laughs> yeah, so I uh, Congratulations that you found it. I did find them. Mm-hmm. So you know what? Maybe I should I forgot I had these until I saw the square plug on screen cuz I was saying like I should get some EBS flats. I'm like, "Wait a minute. Now I've got a whole bunch of these. I don't I might have enough to do the baseboard." Nice. Congrats. That is making some real annoying noises. Really right. annoying noises. I will hold off on that till later. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow this isn't even my pill bottle it's got another family member's information on it oh my god <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna just throw that away well the other thing that's new with me is um my old focus right um it died while i was filming something so if if you pouring if you all watch my um pouring <laughs> out for the homie if you watch yeah. my video of me showing y'all how to play Christmas Time is Here on guitar, the reason I don't play through it in the beginning is because I actually did play through it in the beginning, but um, my focus right actually slowed everything down. Like it was dying. So during the recording of me playing through everything real slow, it was blah, blah, blah. And then about halfway through, it speeds up to the actual like tempo. And I'm like, huh. That's weird. That, that's weird. That's incorrect. Um, yeah, so I just didn't have the time to fix that before I had to publish it. So uh, you didn't get the intro. But Sweetwater sent me this. They sent me Ooh. the, the PreSonus uh, Studio 1810C. It is basically PreSonus's uh, 18i8. Uh, so it has four uh, mic line inputs in the front. Actually, two mic instrument line and then two mic line in the front. And then it has some in the back. Uh, it has four line in, in the back, two headphone outs in the back, uh, four line out in the back, two main out, MIDI out in the back, MIDI in out in the back, eight at in. Like this is a, pr- this is hefty. Hey, Carrie girl. Oh, my cat's in here now. Uh, so I'm really excited. Big thank you, Sweetwater, for this. Very uh, cool. I'm in. I'm in awe. This is like impressive. And like the, the indicator lights 
look a lot more helpful frankly yep. than the presos because it has like little lines so you can actually see a decibel meter yeah or how over under instead of you just are. a straight up led that yeah might change exactly color. that's going to be a lot more helpful for me um so i'm pretty stoked on it yeah very exciting very exciting so um i'm going to set that up at some point really soon because right now i'm borrowing um your old 18 i8 that yep. i had loaned to my drummer who yep i'm just going to give it to him at this point um Happy birthday, Dan. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Um, yeah, thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Sweetwater. This episode is not sponsored by Sweetwater, but it is sponsored by Caroline Guitar Company. Mm, there it is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There it is. <laughs> you know, that guitar is supposed to supposed to be delivered today. Let me check the tracking. Oh, is it really? Watch yeah. it get delivered in the middle of this episode. Oh, it's way too early for that. It'd be a Christmas miracle. Yes. It would be uh, something that FedEx is delivering when they said they were going to deliver it. Yes, that would be a Christmas miracle. Right now, one of Rick's Christmas presents has been stuck in Leavenworth, Washington since the 8th. And I just don't think. I just don't think. Nope, it's not getting delivered today. It's in Colorado. No, wait, wait, it was in Colorado on the 10th. and hasn't been scanned since. Mm. I don't think it's missing. I just think FedEx sucks. That's probably just sitting on your porch right now. No. <laughs> Some of these uh, things, man. I'm getting a harmonica to demo from Honer. Ooh. Like I said, like demos. I don't. I'm excited about demoing a harmonica as I had, you know, played harmonica for. I like, I had a big harmonica phase, but I never really got good at it. Yeah, uh, I never had a harmonica phase. Yeah, I listened to a lot of folk music and country music and like Ryan Adams. Sorry, it's just true. What's the connection with Ryan Adams and Lost Lake in Seattle? By the way, I can't remember, but I remember well, there being a connection there. Are you talking about the Tractor Tavern? I remember there being a connection with Lost Lake for some reason, but maybe I'm thinking of somebody else. <sighs> Ryan Adams Lost Lake Seattle. I don't remember. I, um, so I went out with Melissa for a date night last night, and we ended up there for a bit. And uh, at Lost Lake, yeah. Well, that was own- Lost Lake used to be owned by that rapist. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, you're thinking of a different dirt bag. They all kind of blend together after a while. <laughs> Dave Miner. Yeah. Well, I, I, I did. I like, I was there and like halfway through my drink and we were sitting, we were on the lounge side in the far back corner booth and they had empire strikes back up on the TV. So we we're just kind of like, oh, yeah. sitting back like in the booth, Lake, just yeah. watching the TV, yeah. <laughs> sipping our drinks. I like uh, lost. Like I'm glad he hasn't known it anymore. Yep. Okay. So but I feel I, Cafe I, like Mecca in the five spot. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, I had that like, awkward moment like while we're i was halfway through my drink like wait a minute wasn't there something weird about this place that kind of ruined it for me but i couldn't remember like well i'm already here i already closed down my tab yeah uh ryan adams wrote come pick me up at in the broom closet at the tractor tavern um yeah that's his that's his biggest seattle connection gotcha 
Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. Wasn't this supposed to be an ad spot for the Caroline Guitar Company? Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. Sorry, Philippe. So, um, speaking of bad people, (laughs) and not Philippe. Philippe's a great person, but we had been talking about bad people. And bad. Philippe is a treasure. Yes. So, like, let's not just leave it at not a bad person. Like, it, we have to swing that pendulum all the way to the All the way back there. to a treasure. Let's talk about people and brands who are not treasures. <laughs> let's talk about what not to do. Let's talk about how to not represent your brand and company on the internet. Because a fellow demo artist. Ryan Burke from Home. He's going to be like, you name dropped me again, Emily. That's not what he sounds like. That's not how he talks. Um, this has been an ordeal for him. Um, but basically, you know, there's so many import guitars and they yeah. all, and since he does like really his bread and butter is the more affordable guitars. So this import brand, uh, they had asked him, to demo one of their guitars and he did he agreed to do one for free and he did and uh i guess he got the guitar in august and released a video and it was a doozy this guitar had routing errors like i the the nut the nut there was like gaps between the nut and like just like the nut finish just not there yeah the, the nut slot was too wide and they the routing errors yeah, fit and finish. Basically, like, this guitar never should have gone to market. Yep. And I forget how much it was supposed to cost, but he did a, a, an much. accurate That's video. I mean, this guitar shouldn't have gone to market. Right. Um, but And this is, like, something that people would get, potentially, if they bought the guitar off of Amazon, which is where most people are probably buying this guitar. Um, and, and, yep. what, and I will say that because, like, people are going to buy from places that have the best marketing, um, and Amazon's obviously spending the most money on the marketing. Like I work for a client and like they, most of the online sales are through like Amazon. And yep. even though they have their own online web store, even though they're not the ones who sell directly through Amazon, they're like, Hey, our retailers who sell through Amazon sell a lot more product than we do online. And it's just because of the marketing and they can't compete with Amazon shipping prices. So they like, they know. And they know that the people who buy through their web store do it because they want to support them. And that's basically it. So yeah, people are going to be buying this guitar through Amazon, not through this brand's USA storefront. That being said, uh, Ryan did a very fair and thorough review of this guitar, calling it the worst guitar he's ever demoed. (laughs) And I believe him. Yep. And that he's demoed glary guitars, which like the bar wasn't low. Like he, he demoed a guitar that he threw off a bridge because he hated it so much. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not why he threw it off a bridge. You could have given that to a child. I don't to think torture he had, them forever. To to make them never play guitar. There's that TikTok meme right now that's like like, it's like looking back at yourself first playing guitar, first like getting guitar gear. And it's like you looking back at your future self going, no, no, don't start. Banging on the windows. No. Uh, yeah. Um, that's how I think 
you could really ruin somebody's uh, connection with an instrument if that was their first guitar. Um, but this brand has a USA distributor who took umbrage, umbrage with uh, Ryan's video, and they left this comment that I am going to read verbatim. It's a long one. I'm going to read it verbatim. Should I read the brand's name? Because I don't really want them to come at me. What do you think, Andrew? I, I don't care. Okay. <sighs> he waited 11 months to do this review. Literally let it sit for 11 months. Because it's guitars are like milk and they'll go bad, I guess. It was unpaid and that's why he took the time to bash it. If brand paid him, he would never have done this bad review. That's bad business. <laughs> he would have contacted them for another guitar, but no money, nothing ton lose. Again, reading verbatim. When no money is involved, it is the prefect time to do a bad review. Again, verbatim. To balance all the fake positive paid ones and get some clicks. He thought it looks pretty fun, but let it sit for almost a year before opening it. When I get something fun, I want to open it ASAP. Doesn't add up. We also have a USA-based guitar shop where most brand guitars can be purchased, inspected, set up, and are 100% gig ready. And actually, man, we do have many quality guitars under $400. We asked him to mention the site to his viewers so they could avoid these issues in the future. And he declined that request, saying that his viewers would rather buy guitars on Amazon than from a real USA-based guitar shop. We also offered to send him this exact orange guitar from our USA guitar shop, not Amazon, so he could do a comparison review on a properly set up one and tell people about the service we offer for only a slightly higher cost than Amazon. He declined that request, too. In fact, anything positive in regards to brand was declined, and then another pin negative post was pinned to the top. So let's break this down. One, Ryan says he got the guitar in August, so that's like three months. So he's like, where did you get 11 months? The guy made it up. And also... Reviews written by a dog, though, to be fair. And, you know, dog years are... <laughs> you know, when I get a paid demo, I prioritize it over the unpaid ones. So, yeah, my unpaid demos, they're going to sit a little bit longer because I'm kind of doing them more out of, like... It's, that's just money talks. Money is uh, incentivizing <laughs> uh, just from a do-it perspective. Um, money never affects whether I say good or bad things. I right. just did a video today where – or, like, filmed a video where I say, like, hey, here's a negative thing about this software that I use and – if, you know, you want to be fair about things. There's nothing fair you can say about this instrument. Like, these are de demonstrable things. These are not, like, opinion-based things. You cannot say, like, my opinion is that this is a bad instrument. Like, you look at, like, the gaps in the routing versus, like, where the hardware is. That's yeah, a bad Yeah, but a setup should fix that. I mean... Yeah, obviously. Like, uh, what are you going to do? Put Sugru in and, like, paint over it? Like, you, how are you going to fix this? I mean, you it wouldn't be the worst thing I've done to a guitar. <laughs> I, I've definitely put some Sugru in some guitars. Yeah. Oh, I routed God. a guitar with a drill bit once. That was fun. A lot of people do that, dude. Like, 
Uh, Philippe was talking about my, um, my guitar and he's like, uh, so these, uh, this B bender install looks like it was kind of just like hacked in there. I'm like, yep, sure does. <laughs> it sure does. <laughs> so, I mean, like that's how it happens, but like, this is a guitar people pay for. Um, so let's, let's do this. Let it sit for 11 months. It's not milk. It doesn't go bad if it sits. I don't understand his point there. Like, well, so, you did, mean, so, you, so you so you send somebody something for a free review and it took a long time. Yeah, that's annoying. And I've done it and I'm really fucking sorry every time I've let something sit for a long time. There's usually when I, that happens, it's because it's not exciting. Honestly. All right. So I'm going to, I'm going to put on my, my, uh, my past life speech and debate admin assistant hat for a second here. It, and the, it sounds like the appeal that they're trying to make here is. He didn't open it immediately, which means he wasn't very excited about it from the get-go, which means he was biased before he even opened the box. That's kind of the logic path that they're trying to push for, but that's such a bullshit argument. How do they know he didn't open the box for 11 months? Mm, I might. Yeah. And also 11 months is a lie. It's a demonstrable lie. Yeah, so credibility just out the window from the get-go. Also, Ryan says this is not the person that he had even talked to at the company. So he does not know what this guy's talking Maybe about. Maybe it is. Have you ever seen the two of them in the same room at the same time? Oh. <laughs> got him. Oh. <laughs> you got me there. Destroying him with logic. Logic. Um Okay, so that's bad business. Well, I mean, it's, is it business if you're if there's no exchange of money? Uh, I mean, business is a very wide term, and I'd argue that that's bad business because you're still interfacing with potential customers. Is it business if you're not exchanging money? Yes. I disagree. There is an implied possibility of future exchanges of money. Mm, in a public-facing forum talking about the product. The the weight, though, but I don't know. I kind of disagree with you on that one. I, and also, we don't know what was discussed between Ryan and the actual person with whom he was working. If there had been, like, an expectation set, then potentially that was, you know questionable business. But if there's no expectation set, like, I'll get to it when I get to it kind of thing, then no, I don't think that's bad business. I think it's just, you know, people have weird expectations. Like, people, like, I have to set expectations about my demo schedule sometimes, and people send me things, and I'll be like, hey, I am backed up. But you can still send yep. it to me. And sometimes people will be like, no, it's alright. Like, okay, maybe not. Or people will be like, yeah, sure, I understand. Um, like with the uh, native audio, they wanted me to be part of the launch. And I was like, I have another launch that day. And they're like, oh, okay, uh, can you do it uh, the following Tuesday? I'm like, absolutely. Yep. Uh, so like, it's just about, it's about setting expectations. So it's, it, as far as business, it depends. If there was no, if there was literally no promise made about when that was going to launch, I don't consider it bad business. Ryan's a busy man with almost a hundred thousand subscribers. Um, when, uh, he would, oh, if he had, oh, that actually they're saying if he had paid them 
if he to clarify paid, something real quick, I wasn't saying that Ryan was doing bad business. I, I'm saying that the the commenter is doing bad business. Oh, obviously, hundred yeah. percent. Obviously, yeah. That's just obvious. wanted to that's make obvious. sure that that's that wasn't misconstrued. Yeah. If the brand had paid him, he never would have done a bad review. That's bad business. That's one not true because Ryan has, as he said in his reply, has done non-positive reviews for paid products demos, um, including most recently, well, very recently, the Spark Amp. He didn't recommend that product. He did not give a glowing review to it. And he turned down money for them to sponsor the podcast, as he says in his uh, reply, because he couldn't recommend it to his um, listeners. Yep. So, like, Which is interesting because some of the yeah. other YouTube personalities didn't recommend. Um, well, that, everyone has different, like, different, um, oh God, what's the word I'm looking for? Different opinions on different things. And that's fine. Some people sure. actually really like the Spark Amp. You know, I, I've never played We one. called them paid actors. That's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. But, you know, not everybody likes the Tone Master series. And you and I both have had really positive experience with our Tone Master amps, I think. And we call us unpaid actors. <laughs> unpaid actors. Speak for I you. paid for that amp. Thank you. Speak for yourself. And I am happy with it. Yeah. I was messaging someone uh, on Fox Carrow last week mm-hmm. uh, about amps. And they're, they're like, oh, like my Benson's great. I'm like, I would love a Benson someday. And they're like, well, you should get one. I'm like, well. Oh. I, maybe I'll get one someday. And I it was like typing this in for a second there. I'm like, am I being this? No, like I actually like, no, I really mean this. And I was like, I'm actually genuinely very happy with the one guitar amp I have. Yeah. I don't really feel the need to, uh, I know it's blasphemy for a guitar player with, uh, with a gas problem, but I, I don't feel the need to go out. And that said, I've also got a pod go. It's got a, like that scratches the itch for any of the other amps I could possibly want, but that no, pod go, the pod go with the, the power cab, especially with its speaker modeling is really mm-hmm. fucking cool. Um, but I'm like, for what I do, I need to get a tube amp. I'm pretty, I'm pretty, I have a Benson on, on, on order. I'm getting one in 2020. Oh, they're phenomenal amps. Yeah. Oh, I know. I'm really excited. Um, so yeah, it's I, good. I, I'm it's not saying hilarious. that my Tone Master is a Benson. Uh, I'm just saying that I'm content with it. No, Very yeah, content. totally. And like, as far as gigging, the Tone Master, holy shit. Like I, that guy, like when he asked me if I need help carrying my like super reverb off the stage, the way, his, <laughs> the way he like winced when I just went with it, it was like, it was pretty funny. I, you, you knew that he thought the thing weighed, weighed 80 pounds when I was yep. like, whoop. As a superhero should. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I think it sounds really good. You know, especially when you're not like trying to really get it dirty, but I think we've gotten, yeah. Um. So, but as far as like saying that, I I don't like that this guy is making the implication that all paid reviews are going to be positive reviews. Again, it's stoking the flames of something that was really a big issue earlier this year. Everyone saying that, oh, all these are, all these paid reviews are positive. And like the big point was made was, you know, a lot, not a lot of people are releasing shit right now. And sure. a lot, most of the stuff coming out is really passing a lot of quality control. It's good for somebody. Even if it's not like for me, 
if it's not vi- if it doesn't vibe with me, if somebody doesn't think if somebody like watches my channel, um, if a builder watches my channel, they're not going to send me something that is not going to vibe with me, or they're going to talk to me about it um, first. Like they're not going to send me some metal amp, you know. I so that's kind of the thing, but um, for the most part, sure. I but think it, it, go ahead. It's a if you're trying to get away with getting demos for free, it's a good way to frame up a justification for not paying for the work of other people. Yeah, and I mean, I'm just gonna throw it out there: exploitation of workers isn't necessarily the most uncommon thing for Chinese-based brands. Oh, okay. No, it's not. So no, it's not. I'm just gonna toss that out there into the ether and let people do what they want with that information, but it's not, it's not. And we don't want to, um, you know, spread that across all brands, but you know, it's not an exploitation of workers is not uncommon across American brands either. No, not at all. Amazon. Not at all. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh gosh. You know, and, and for the record, when I called Amazon to like, be like, you're, I I literally said I don't know how you're treating these drivers that makes them this rush. Like, like I was like, there's something happening like at the top that has to be explaining like this because uh, like other companies that treat their employees better, they like this is not happening with them. This is like only right. only y'all in FedEx and in the, like the cheaper FedEx. Normal FedEx does great. UPS does great. USPS does great. But you and FedEx home delivery, it's consistently bad and it has to be like systemic. Sure. Like I'm not mad at the driver because obviously he had better, like more shit to do. It is Amazon from the top down. Oh, and Amazon, I I don't know if you've checked headlines this morning, but they're going to get a lot of uh, the uh, discussion. around their treatment of warehouse workers is about to get uh, tossed back out there. Cause there's a big tornado that hit the Midwest and hit yeah. that Amazon warehouse Fuck. at 3 AM while people were still working. What? Yeah. So there's casualties from the <gasps> couple of Amazon warehouses in the Midwest oh from what I was, I just was just skimming. Um, I I'll be reading more. And, uh, yeah. So that's heartbreaking. No one should have to die at work. Nope. Oh my uh, god. Illinois, Illinois. Yep. At least six. Ah. Uh, okay, we're getting farther away from it. Sorry. We are getting farther away from it, but it's fitting together in a theme of this is just a very like it, not how not to treat your employees. Not how, not how to treat your, your employees, business. not how to treat your business partners, not how to, it's a, honestly, it's not actually not a half bad attempt. It, it, they could have written out their response a little bit better in terms of grammatically and just structure. And it would have been at least at face value, a lot more convincing because yeah. the way that you, you structure the argumentation around it makes it seem like, Oh, you know, I hadn't thought of it that way um, because 
yeah, it's a shitty argument, but there's a way to build that argument in a way that still sounds convincing to someone who's just reading in passing. And to that end, I, I, can I, I, can I say what I would have said if I were this like us importer of this brand? Yes. Basically like, Hey, thanks for this demo. Just want to fill you in on a couple of things. When you buy this guitar on Amazon, here's what you're getting. You're getting the, uh, non-inspected just straight up somebody pushed a button on a machine and that's what you're getting uh however we are this new usa based thing and everything from us though a little bit more expensive passes a pretty rigorous quality control so if you do are, are interested in buying one of these guitars and you want to spend a little bit more money and make sure you're getting something that's not trash here's what's here's something to consider and just not get defensive about it because like you can't get defense the second you get defensive you lose. It wasn't even just defensive though. That was offensive. That was trying to take down Reinberg's character. Yeah, it was. And from an outsider's perspective looking in at America and American politics, I could see why you would think that that would be a very effective strategy at publicity management. Yeah. Go on the attack. Um, try to make Ryan look bad by just lying about his character, um, lying about the facts, just blatantly facts Great that are ambiguity. And then you might yeah. get a handful of people to be like, you know what? I I'm now I'm curious enough to spend a t- couple hundred dollars to find out what's actually real. Yeah. Facts and are that de- made sales. Yeah. Facts are demonstrably false. That's the thing. That's the thing that, that is now like, uh, so pervasive in our culture is that you can lie about things that are so easily proven untrue or true. Like, and people, like, I just, I, then that hurts me. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Like, I just think that, like, as someone who used to run community management and used to have to, like, be the person, from this brand's page to like craft the statement. This is so unhinged. Like if, if I had gone in in the morning and saw my boss had done this, I would have quit. I would have pooped my pants. I don't like, I've been like, what are you doing? I wouldn't have been able to afford to quit that job. I was broke. <laughs> like I told you, I'm getting LASIK in like at the end of the month. And like at that point in time, I had one half off LASIK and I couldn't afford it still half off. Couldn't afford it. <laughs> so like, I was just like, I was like, what are you doing? Why are you doing this to me? Like, Oh my God. So yeah, that like, you just, you have to be humble. I think you have to acknowledge when something is wrong. Like, Yeah. I agree. Sometimes you buy these things off of Amazon and they're not great. It's kind of a, it can, right. be, it can be a bit of a gamble, but if you want like a guaranteed solution, you pay a little so bit I, more and then you have an actual like yep. luthier look at it and be like, Oh, nope. <laughs> well, let's polish this turd. <laughs> well, they're not all turds. I think that, you know, someone pushed the wrong button. Someone, someone, someone put the wrong, push the wrong bridge button on that guitar to route it. They routed it for the wrong bridge. Then they put the right, then they screw the right bridge in there. And that's why it looks weird. So I agree that that would have been the decent response in terms of effective responses. I think the, the scary thing is they weren't very far off from an effective response. Yeah. How so? 
calling into question someone's integrity like that and, and kind of just making things messy, just kind of take, even if somebody had just watched the video, it, 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 if that rhetoric was put together a little bit better with less spelling errors and a little bit better structure, that's where you start to get in that, that territory of like, well, I don't know, like, I guess maybe I don't trust this review and, and you know, like, oh, well, yeah. they're arguing about it. I, I don't want to be a part of this and I'm just not going to have an opinion on this anymore. Yeah, how could Rather that have than, decimated a smaller channel with less like um cloud. goodwill with yeah, cloud and goodwill. You would have exactly. needed you would have needed someone like I hate to say like KHA or who is that Scottish guy to come in and hopefully like do the expose with you and like expose this brand or something, like with sure. the receipts. You would need you would have needed someone then to come in and like help help you. Like yep. if this had been done to me, I think maybe I would have enough clout and also give few enough fucks to like right. recover. But I think there are smaller channels that would have been like, whoa, maybe so, right. But it causes time. some muddying up. You'll it can cause some loss of subscribers, especially for a smaller channel. Loss of subscribers, loss of there. views. I, you're now doing damage to the company that left a negative review about your stuff. So in terms of effectiveness. There's more than just making initial sales in terms of goals with that kind of response. I don't think it's pretty. I, don't, I, I think it's ugly. I think it's mean. I think it is uh, bad business all around. I don't think that's yeah. the way people should be that conducting their business whatsoever. Yeah, no, it's bad. But it's depending on what their goals are. Yeah, I, I don't think they're very far off from having the outcome that they were anticipating. Yeah. Also, I just would not want to know that person. Like, I don't think I'd want to get drinks with that person. I mean, I would, but would I, you? It, it wouldn't be because I'd want to enjoy their company. It's because I wouldn't would want to enjoy getting under their skin. Uh, see, I'm just, make, I'm just too making tired. snips the whole night, and they're like, "Excuse me, what did you say?" It's like, "Oh no, no, no I didn't. Sorry, you, I, I that came out wrong." No, I and just let them like, "What? Huh? Huh? What did you? Very, what did you say? What did you say dead, before?" Or just deadpan something, and that like, and say it like I really mean it because I probably would. Yeah. Like, Your guitars are shit. We all know that. <laughs> and just like wait for them like dude i'm, I'm messing with I'm you i'm just, messing with I'm you fucking with, i'm fucking with you <laughs> fucking with you i don't worry about me bartender bartender oh just leave the bottle leave the bottle no no <laughs> no bartender in the world does that like oh come on that's like the one thing in movies i'm like ain't nobody doing that you're paying for the whole bottle if they're leaving the bottle I right. went to a show and in the front row, I guess some of the ladies had realized that they could go to the bar and just buy a bottle of wine for $44 and get some little plastic cups. There were like five of them. I mean, sure. It was actually really smart. Pretty crowded show. Yeah. It was, it was brilliant. Honestly, it was fucking brilliant. <laughs> go, go those ladies. Um, is there anything else in here I want to unpack? He thought it looked pretty fun, but let's sit for a year. And I guess something fun I want to open an ASAP. We have so much stuff as demo artists. There's so much stuff. Right, but not everybody knows that. And yes. that's playing off of kind of this fantasy that a yeah. lot of people have. It was like, oh, like getting to unbox a, an item is sometimes more fun than playing with the item itself. That, yeah. Just as part of a consumeristic gas, I want more, more, more kind of, mm -hmm. of the mentality. Mm -hmm. The idea – Putting in mind this idea that someone just let something sit there for a little bit and didn't unbox it immediately like it was Christmas morning Which is seems just again, objectively he offensive. Know. He doesn't know. I, I guess maybe he Ryan unboxed it on the video, but uh, maybe that's true. I actually didn't watch all of Ryan's demo. I just kind of like 
watched part of it, like in the middle. Um, you know, and that's the thing is <laughs> one of the things that makes me laugh sometimes in videos and like, I try, I still try to like help these people out whenever I can. People will say like, now that you've had this pedal for a long time on your board, like how, how do you like it still? And sometimes it'll be like a pedal from a demo from like eight months earlier. And I'll have to be honest. I'll be like, I haven't played in eight months. Cause yep. I can't, I can't physically play every single pedal I get multiple times, right. like, or regularly, like I'll play it leading up to the demo. I'll learn it. And even if I really like it, it doesn't mean it's going to, I'm going to make room on my board for it because, you know, Sunday crush has a specific sound. And if I have a, another gig, like I will go through things and like, like, Oh yes, this will be perfect for that. And sometimes like things will find a way onto like those auxiliary boards and it's right. always really cool. Like the ground control Serpens did, the Mazette lower drive did, even though that wasn't a paid demo. Um, the Benson, the Benson fuzz for sure. You know, Maris Enzo, Halberd, always finding a way, Albie. Like there are things that the, the grazer was on the board for a while. Um, you know, but not everything is, it's a, it's a lot. And, you know, I wish that I could, and I wish I had the time, but like you and I were talking before the episode, like, and I got, I have a day job. I'm in two bands. I have this demo channel. I have the podcast. I have like some, my hot sauce client. Like I have a husband. <laughs> I try to cook. I try to like a, a couple times a week. I try to exercise a couple times a week. Like, and I try to have time where I just rest my brain. And if I'm, and that's the hard, that's the hard thing to find time for is like the resting my brain. Like I want to watch a couple TV shows. I want to play a little bit of video games. I want to read a little bit. I want to go sure. for a walk. I want to go to a restaurant. I want to hang out with friends. Like I, you know, I have to make time and that's not, and that I can't always be playing with the other pedals that I'm not like actively working with. Right. But for like the, the almost hundred thousand now subscribers that Ryan has. Yeah. They don't know that. How many of them are going to see that? Because there's a a large portion of people have this ideation of demo artists as people who just like they're living the dream. They just, it is his his full-time job. Yeah. Right. So he's not like quite in the time crunch that I am, but he's still churning out daily content. He is turning out daily content and having met and talked with demo artists, Ryan and others being in chats with them and just seeing what they, how everybody feels on the day to day, this ideation that you just sit around and like just goof off and play with pedals and like make a couple of videos for the day and call it, uh, is like this, this pipe dream is absolutely not true at all. Yeah. There's nobody has that. It's 100% work. And the people that are getting, you know, Oh, they get free stuff. Like, no, they're, they're working hard. They're some of the hardest, like freelancing is no joke. Freelancing is hard. And the reason that like, they're like, Oh, you charge like 125 bucks an hour. I'm like, yeah. Yep. Because I'm not like working 40 hours a week, like doing that part. (laughs) You're doing all the other things. And yeah. Uh, I mean, it's a business. And so you got to look at overhead and some of the outside of just the, uh, the specific project costs. There's also the building, the business costs. And there's a yeah. reason why I've got a, a, a corporate day job instead yeah. of freelancing. Cause I don't think I could, I don't know if I could hang with it. Well, I mean, I did it for a bit and I just 
like all all that and like uh, it's hard like i i've had i had a friend i have a friend tiffany and she did the freelancing for a while and she went viral on medium doing and writing an article about why she went back to a day job after being a freelancer for years yep health insurance was only part of it right so, yeah yeah so. But I understand that the the appeal that the commenter is trying to make with the ar- ar- like what the argument is there is they're appealing to this ideation that some of uh, some of if not a large portion of the subscribers are going to have to varying degrees, but reinforcing that and then using that as a basis for chopping that down. Yeah. Yep. Just trying to appeal to people who don't know how it works, and that's that's very American politics right now too. Right. So to that end, like I see what they're trying to do. I don't respect it, but I see what they're trying to do. Again, I, I think it's unfortunate that it's effective enough that it's likely to happen again. Yeah. So don't let this don't let this kind of rhetoric win. Think about it. I'm glad that Ryan responded. I, I mean, it took him about 18 hours to respond, but sure. <laughs> um, he did, and I, you know. I've seen more of this conversation and it's a lot worse even, but it's just insane. Like it's like, I shouldn't say that. I'm sorry. It's just bananas. Um, I'm trying to get that one out of my vocabulary. It's so silly how this has gone. And if you have a business, don't act like this. Yeah. Just don't act like this. Just don't act like this. Don't act like an insolent child. Yeah, I don't like it. Cool. Uh, insulin like- child, you mean alpha male? I'm sorry, this is some baby shit. Like, <laughs> this is a this is a toddler's temper tantrum. No man, only like a beta cuck would send a send a message that would say, "I'm so sorry." Can I send you another one? Oh, it's just you know, obviously they offered to send him another one. And admitted that they were going to send him a very special one that was guaranteed to not have any problems. Like, and he, yep. he he's basically saying like, I want whatever my customer, I might, I want, I want whatever my viewers are going to get, which yep. I think is, you know, admirable, admirable. And that's why he and I still buy, buy things sometimes yep. instead of getting everything sent to us. Like I bought my paranormal series, baritone telecaster. I bought a lot of the paranormal series stuff. One, because it's Squire and it's more affordable and I can just get it. And two, because, you know, I can see very clearly exactly what other people are going to get. I can see if the output jack is a little weird. Sometimes it is. <laughs> I can see if there are intonation issues or uh, tuning stability issues, and sometimes there are. Wiring issues, sometimes there are. You know? I can talk about them. Or finish issues. And, and that's another thing. Like, the other day, a few weeks ago, I guess, uh, someone was talking about, like, they got uh, the temporary strat and they're, they're talking about the screw issues. And I was like, Oh, I didn't have any issues like that with mine. And someone said, dude, you literally talk about issues with the guitar in your video. And I had to think what issues did I have with the guitar? I demoed six months ago. And I was like the finish. I was like, okay, but I didn't have issues with the screws. This person was talking about the yep. screws. I had a weird little paint spot. That's what I, <laughs> and I was like, I had to remember what was wrong with what? What very minor thing was wrong with this guitar? I demoed six months ago. I'm like, I can't remember <laughs> <Accurate>. everything. <laughs> I don't remember. 
<laughs> my brain doesn't work anymore. Pandemic brain. Same. Oh my god. Yeah, dude. I'm so... all right. Well, I think I need to go. Uh, I'm gonna go recharge a little bit. I'm gonna go watch Saturday Night Live. I think. Very nice. Breakfast. <laughs> Saturday Night Live, or as I like to refer to it, Sunday Morning TiVo. Sunday Morning Hulu. No commercials. <laughs> Sunday Morning Hulu Premium. Yeah, I uh, I think I need to make a quick run to their grocery store. Then I'm going to do a Guinness pot roast. Mm. Nice. We have a bunch of leftover um, mulligatani soup. So that's going to be nice. Nice. Well, everybody out there, uh, check us out on patreon.com slash get offset. Uh, we got merch at getoffsetpodcast.com slash shop. Please rate us on iTunes. Subscribe. Merchandising. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, wherever. Like, comment, subscribe below if you're watching on YouTube. And, uh, yeah, thanks for watching. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for understanding. Until next time, my name is Emily. And I have a maraca. My name is Andrew. Bye. Bye. <laughs>